Good morning. Welcome to worship at St. Andrew Lutheran Church, and especially those of you who are visiting today, thank you for being here. It's a special day for a couple of reasons. Wyatt Archie will be baptized into the life of the church, um, so his family and friends are here. Thank you for coming today and, and joining him as we make promises together with him. It's also a special day because Pastor Justin is going to be installed as our associate pastor here at St. Andrew. And uh, to me, it feels like Christmas morning. So I'm really thankful that all of you are here as well. Um, I'm excited also to welcome Pastor Justin's family. Um, his parents and godparents are here. His wife, Phyllis, is here. His daughters are here. Um, so please, as you meet them, introduce yourself and extend a welcome to them as they join St. Andrew. Join in the mission of St. Andrew. It's like I was running to catch my breath. Everything you need for the service today is in two pieces. The bulletin that has some extensive liturgy for the installation in it. And then also the tree of life setting, which we'll use for our hymn, our gathering hymn, and also our communion liturgy. Uh, You'll find our regular announcements are at the back of the bulletin including the Lenten information about what will take place on Wednesday. 12.15 and 6.15, we'll have worship. It's a shorter worship, just about 30 minutes. And then we have soup after the noon service, and we have um, soup before and after the evening service. Um, So please do come and use this as an invitation to share with others who uh, may need a place to connect over Lent as we prepare together for Holy Week and Easter. You'll also find a note in the front of the bulletin about a special offering today in honor of Pastor Justin. Um, He has chosen that um, any gifts of gratitude for his ministry here be designated for the visit this summer from our companions in Zerus, South Africa. So if you would like to give a gift, you can write that in the memo line or on the envelope in the pew um, that says Zerus or installation. And thank you for the gifts that you do share. Finally, we have a guest preacher who's here today from the bishop's office. I'm looking right at her, and you'll see her very soon. Pastor Amy Engabos is here. She's a bishop's associate, and she helps out with things like getting pastors in churches. So she has worked with St. Andrew for over, well, let's see, two call processes over two, almost two years. Um, and so I'm so thankful that you are here um, to share the word with us. Today, it's a word that is so familiar Many of us were made to memorize John 3.16 when we were little, and that's at the heart of our gospel today. It's a gospel about God's love. So I hope that you hear something that inspires you, challenges you, or comforts you in your life of faith. For now, let us center our hearts and our minds with the words of the choir.
as you are able. Blessed be the one holy and living God. Glory to God forever and ever. There is one body and one spirit. There is one hope in God's call to us. One Lord, one faith, one baptism. One God, creator of all. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us pray. God of unchangeable power and eternal light, look favorably on your whole church, that wonderful and sacred mystery. By the effectual working of your providence, carry out in tranquility the plan of salvation. Let the whole world see and know the things which were cast down are being raised up, and the things which had grown old are being made new, and that all things are being brought to their perfection by him, through whom all things were made, Your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. People of God gathered as St. Andrew Lutheran Church, we are gathered together this morning to worship God and to install Reverend Justin Hamilton Smoot, our co-worker in the gospel, as one of your pastors. I now ask for certification of his call. After prayerful deliberation, the people of God gathered as St. Andrew Lutheran Church have called Reverend Justin Hamilton Smoot to be our associate pastor, and he has accepted. I present him with this letter certifying the call. A reading from John. Jesus said, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. And if you retain the sins of any, they are retained. A reading from Matthew. Jesus said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And remember, I am with you always to the end of the age. And a reading from 1 Timothy. Set the believers an example in speech and conduct, in love, in faith, in purity. Attend to the public reading of scripture, to exhorting, to teaching. Do not neglect the gift that is in you which was given to you through the prophecy with the laying on of hands by the council of elders. Put these things into practice. Devote yourself to them so that all may see your progress. Pay close attention to yourself and to your teaching. Continue in these things, for in doing this, you will save both yourself and your hearers. Justin, in the presence of this assembly, Will you commit yourself to this new trust and responsibility in the confidence that it comes from God through the call of the church? I do, and I ask God to help me. 
Are you, the people of St. Andrew, ready to continue in your ministry with Justin as your associate pastor? We are. Justin, with prayer, companionship, and laying on of hands, we bring the reconciling presence of Christ to those who seek healing. Join us in this ministry by baptizing, calling us to repentance, and assuring us of God's forgiveness and love. Amen. Live without fear. Your Creator has made you holy, loves you eternally, and reconciles you one to another. Blessed be the Holy Trinity, one God who is present, who gives life, who calls into existence the things that do not exist. Amen. If you were to keep watch over sins, O Lord, who could stand? Yet with you is forgiveness, and so we confess. Gracious God, have mercy on us. We confess that we have turned away from you, knowingly and unknowingly. We have wandered from your resurrection life. We have strayed from your love for all people. Turn Turn us back to you, O God. Give Give us new hearts and right spirits, that we may find what is pleasing to you, and dwell in your house forever. Amen. Receive the good news. God turns to you in love. I will put my spirit in you, and you shall live, says our God. All your sin is forgiven in the name of Jesus Christ, who is the free and abounding gift of God's grace for you. Amen. Let us join in our gathering hymn, Beneath the Tree of Life.
congregation may be seated, and I would invite the children forward for a message. Come on up. Hi, everybody. How's everybody on this bright, sunny day? Good. Did you all remember to turn your clocks forward? Yeah, you made it here on time. This is great. Oh, you got a spark Bible. Nice. Well, I have a question for you this morning. Does anybody know what this book is? It is a Bible, and it has this big tree of life on it, like the song we just sang about the tree of life. What's in the Bible? Pardon? Yeah, what else? Famous words of Jesus? Jesus is in here? Yeah. There's stuff. Yeah, there's lots of stuff. What else? There's God in here. Are there stories? Yeah. Yeah? Can you tell me some stories that I'd read about if I opened up the Bible and started reading? Noah's Ark. Yeah. Adam and Eve. Yeah. You know one? What one do you know? The fishers. The fishers? The fishermen? The fishermen? When he died on the cross? Queen Esther. Queen Esther. Oh, she's one of my favorites. Our Father who art in heaven is in there? The day Jesus was born? Oh, you guys know so many. Well, you know what? This is a really big book, isn't it? And quite honestly, it's rather heavy. Pastor Jen had a heavy Bible. Well, all of these stories that you named and all of these words of Jesus all point to one sentence. Can you believe it? You want to lift it? Here you go. Is it heavy? You're strong. Oh, careful. Don't let it fall on your head. All of it comes down and points to one sentence. And that one sentence is in the Gospel of John, chapter 3, verse 16, where it says, God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him would not perish but would have eternal life. It all is about that. It's all about every story in here. Everything that Jesus does. Everything that Bible, all the stories we have of people of faith just like us. God showing us how much God loves us and the whole world and everybody in it. In you and you and you and you. Everybody. And the animals, creatures, and the whole the whole universe God loves us and Jesus came to die for us so that we would live forever with God and Jesus by our side both now and when we go to live with Jesus in heaven that's what everything is about isn't that amazing just like my cat went to heaven yeah your cat went to heaven because Jesus died right And we all can live. Isn't that amazing? God so loved the world, including our cats and our dogs. Will you pray with me? Let's pray. Yeah. Holy God, we thank you 
for bringing us together today and making us a family. Show us how you love the whole world and help us to love the world too. Thank you for your son Jesus. For his death, for his rising again, and being with us always. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks for being with me this morning. I think you have Sunday school now, right? You want to lift it? It's not heavy. You're strong. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. O God, our leader and guide, in the waters of baptism, you bring us to new birth to live as your children. Strengthen our faith in your promises that by your spirit we may lift up your life to all the world through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Justin, will you preach and teach in accordance with the Holy Scriptures and with the confessions of the Lutheran Church? Will you carry out this ministry in harmony with the constitutions of the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America? I will, and I ask God to help me. Justin, with this Bible, we proclaim and hear God's living word. Join us in the ministry of telling the good news to the world. Let us, amen, let us hear again the good news of our salvation. reading from Genesis. The Lord said to Abram, Go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation, and I will bless you and make your name great, so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and the one who curses you I will curse, and in you all the families of the earth will be blessed. So Abram went, and his Lord had told him, Lot went with him. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
A reading from Romans. What are we to say was gained by Abraham, our ancestor according to the flesh? For if Abraham was justified by works, he has something to boast about, but not before God. And what does the scripture say? Abraham believed God and was reckoned to him be righteous. Now, one who works wages are not reckoned as a gift, but as something due. But one who without works trusts him who justifies the ungodly. Such faith is reckoned as righteousness. For the promise that he would inherit the world did not come to Abraham or his descendants through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. It is the adherents of the law and who are to be the heirs. Faith is dull and the promise is void, for the law brings wrath. But there is no law, neither is there violation. For this reason depends upon faith, in order that the promise may rest on grace and be guaranteed to all his descendants, not only to the adherents of the law, but also those who share the faith of Abraham for he is the father of all of us as it is written I have made you the father of many nations in the presence of God in whom he believed who gives life to the dead the calls into existence the things that do not exist the word of the Lord thanks be to God According to St. John, the third chapter. Glory Glory to you, O Lord. Lord. There was a Pharisee named Nicodemus, a leader of the Jews. He came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do apart from the presence of God. Jesus answered him, Very truly I tell you, No one can see the kingdom of God without being born from above. Nicodemus said to him, How can anyone be born after having grown old? Can one enter a second time into the mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Very truly I tell you, No one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of the water and of spirit. What is born of the flesh is flesh. And what is born of the Spirit is spirit. Do not be astonished that I say to you, you must be born from above. The wind blows where it chooses, and you hear the sound of it, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. Nicodemus said to him, how can these things be? Jesus answered him, Are you a teacher of Israel, and yet you do not understand these things? Very truly I tell you, we speak of what we know and testify to what we have seen, yet you do not receive our testimony. If I have told you about earthly things and you do not believe, 
How can you believe if I tell you about heavenly things? No one has ascended into heaven except the one who descended from heaven, the Son of Man. And just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son so that everyone who believes in him may not perish, but may have eternal life. Indeed, God did not send the son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. and peace to you from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I am Pastor Amy and I am the Bishop's Associate and um, I bring you greetings on behalf of Bishop Jerry Manscholt, uh, the Bishop of our Synod. He is away at the Conference of Bishops meeting in Chicago with all the bishops from across the ELCA. Um, but he sends his greetings and assures us of his prayers this morning as we officially install and welcome Pastor Justin as your associate pastor. So as I was driving the other day, I had the radio on, and the hosts of whatever radio show it was that was on, were, they were asking their listeners, if you could interview one person, who would it be? Now, of course, immediately the name that popped into my head was Jesus. Because quite frankly, I have a few questions for Jesus. I have a few questions and I would love some answers. Although as one of the young people from St. Andrew said to me after the first service, I wouldn't ask Jesus, I would ask the apostles because Jesus never gives a straight answer. <laughs> Isn't that brilliant? I thought that was great. Well, the gospel story this morning is a story about a man who I think had some questions for Jesus. Nicodemus was a Pharisee. He was a religious leader who was well-educated in the things of God. At least he thought he was well-educated in the things of God until Jesus appeared on the scene doing things like changing water into wine at a wedding banquet. People were curious about this person, Jesus, and Nicodemus was one of them. So in the darkness of night, when no one could see him, Nicodemus goes to Jesus because he had some questions he wanted Jesus to answer. Inquiring minds want to know, right? So Nicodemus goes to Jesus and he says, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do apart from the presence of God. Well, Nicodemus was kind of sort of right, maybe half right. Jesus did come from God, but Jesus was so much more than a teacher. Jesus was the son of God. 
As the conversation went on between Nicodemus and Jesus, Nicodemus was just having trouble understanding what Jesus was talking about. Because Jesus never gives a straight answer, right? What was he saying about the second birth, being born from above, being born of water and the spirit? As the wind blows where it chooses, so it is with everyone who is born of the spirit. What is Jesus talking about? How can these things be, Nicodemus asked. Nothing Jesus said was making any sense to Nicodemus. And Jesus looks at Nicodemus and he says, Are you a teacher of Israel? And yet you do not understand these things? And there, I think, is the rub. Nicodemus wasn't just anyone. He wasn't just anybody off the street. He was a religious leader and teacher. He knew scripture so well. He knew the laws and he knew the commandments. He knew, or he thought he knew, the ways of God and how God acts and moves in the world. And then Jesus, Nicodemus talks with Jesus. And not only did he not get answers to his questions, but I think he left with even more questions than what he had in the first place. Nicodemus thought he had a pretty good handle on who God was and, and how God interacts with God's people in the world. His understanding of God was all nice and neat and put in a nice box of understanding. The problem is, God doesn't fit all nice and neat into a human box of understanding, where things are easily understood and explained. As the Lord said through the prophet Isaiah, my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are my ways your ways. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. God is so much bigger than any metaphorical box in which we could put God. But like Nicodemus, we still try to create that box of easy understandings and simple answers to God, to theology, to scripture, leading little to no room for uncertainty or ambiguity or doubts, let alone room for God to do a new thing. The good news is that God cannot and will not be contained by any metaphorical box. God can and will break out of a box and bring us to new understandings and new insights, giving us fresh eyes to see and ears to hear what God is doing in our life and the world. God continually shatters our preconceived ideas to break open our, our hearts and our minds and our souls to the greatness and the mysteriousness of God that just simply defies human understanding. I think that's what Jesus was doing with Nicodemus that night. 
Jesus was opening Nicodemus to a deeper understanding of the God he believed in and Jesus as God's beloved son. In this gospel text, Jesus speaks in one mind-boggling statement after another. And I think it all leads up to the big one on John 3, 16, 17. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son so that everyone who believes in him may not perish but may have eternal life. Indeed, God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Now I know you probably have heard the first part of that many, many times, those words of Jesus, for God so loved the world. But do you realize just how radical those words are? Can you imagine God's love that is so immense, so powerful, so passionate, that God would actually send his one and only son into the world, giving up Jesus to be crucified, to die and to be raised up for one purpose and one purpose only, that the world might be saved through him. God leaves nothing in our hands. He leaves no requirements on the table for us to complete. We simply receive the gift of faith that the Spirit is constantly stirring up within us so that we can believe, yes, God does does love us more than we can ever begin to imagine. And yes, Jesus did die for each of us so that we would not perish, but that we would have eternal life. Life lived in relationship with God both now in this world and in the next, well into eternity. Does this leave you with any sense of awe and wonder? Well, it's not over yet. Did you notice how many times the word world was mentioned? God so loved the world. God sent his son into the world not to condemn the world, not to judge the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. It doesn't say God so loved the church. Or God so loved believers or disciples. God so loved the world. The entire world. The whole cosmos. And everything and everyone that's in it. Giving up God's son not to condemn and judge but rather to save. God's intent is for all people. All creatures. Even cats. And all of creation to be saved. I don't know about you, but when I really sit with this verse, these verses, I find it overwhelming. It does blow my mind and it does expand my vision, not only of who God is, but but of who I am as God's child. And what and whom I am called to love and show care. 
I've heard John 3.16 a thousand times, if not more. And in fact, it's my confirmation verse. But when I stop and listen, really listen closely to those words and think about what they mean and the implications they have, I am in awe. And my God box is broken open yet again. We are constantly being surprised by the ways that God chooses to work among us. We can't predict it. And quite often we can't even explain it even after it happens. God leads us on pathways we did not predict. He uses people that we never would have imagined. And God shows up in places we never bargained for. And with each encounter of God, our understanding of God expands and is broken open again. It's exciting. And it also can be challenging. And maybe even a little scary when we don't know where it is the Spirit is moving us. Or that we have to let go of old ideas for newer understandings. But God is unfailingly faithful to us. Always drawing us into a deeper relationship with God. People of St. Andrew, I know you're very excited to have Pastor Justin join you in ministry. But I have some bad news for you. He doesn't have all the answers. And neither does Pastor Jen. You might need to remind them of that every once in a while. (laughs) But Pastor Jen and Pastor Justin, the people of St. Andrew don't have all the answers either. My prayer is that all of you together would have the Nicodemus inside of you be alive and well. That together you would ask your faith questions. That you would listen for the voice of God and discern God's response. And when God breaks out of God's box here at St. Andrew and expands your God-shaped vision... And God will do it. May you take it all in, in awe and in wonder and in amazement, and say, my God, how great thou art. Amen. We sing verses 1, 2, and 3 of the hymn of the day, and then Lent 2 verse at the bottom of the page. In your death we 
Justin, people of St. Andrew, in holy baptism we received full adoption through, the, through God's grace and full empowerment for ministry through the Holy Spirit. Will you work together as partners in the mission of the church to reconcile all people to God through Christ? We will with God's help. I invite you to follow along on page 227 with the baptismal liturgy. In baptism, our gracious Heavenly Father frees us from sin and death by joining us to the death and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. We are born children of a fallen humanity. By water and the Holy Spirit, we are reborn children of God and made members of the church, the body of Christ. Living with Christ and in the communion of saints, we grow in faith, love, and obedience to the will of God. Called by the Holy Spirit, trusting in the grace and love of God, do you desire to have Wyatt Archie baptized into Christ? We do. As you bring your child to receive the gift of baptism, you are entrusted with responsibilities. To live with Wyatt Archie among God's faithful people, to bring him to the word of God and the Holy Supper, teach him the Lord's Prayer, the Creed, and the Ten Commandments, place in his hands the Holy Scriptures, and nurture him in faith and prayer so that Wyatt Archie may learn to trust God, proclaim Christ through word and deed, care for others and the world God made, and work for justice and peace. Do you promise to help Art Wyatt Archie grow in the Christian faith and life? We do. Sponsors, do you promise to nurture Wyatt Archie in the Christian faith as you are empowered to by God's Spirit, and to help him live in the covenant of baptism and in communion with the church. People of God, do you promise to support Archie and pray for him in his new life in Christ? Please stand as you are able. I ask you to profess your faith in Christ Jesus, reject sin, and confess the faith of the church. Do you renounce the devil and all the forces that defy God? Renounce them. Do you renounce the powers of this world that rebel against God? I renounce them. Do you renounce the ways of sin that draw you from God? I renounce them. Do you believe in God the Father? I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. Do you believe in Jesus Christ, the Son of God? I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who is conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father. And he will come to judge the living and the dead. Do you believe in the Holy Spirit? I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. We give you thanks, O God, for in the beginning your spirit moved over the waters. And by your word you created the world, calling forth life in which you took delight. Through the waters of the flood you delivered Noah and his family. And through the sea you led your people Israel from slavery into freedom. 
In the river Jordan, your son was baptized by John and anointed with the Holy Spirit. By the baptism of Jesus' death and resurrection, you set us free from the power of sin and death and raise us up to live in you. Pour out your Holy Spirit, the power of your living word, that those who are washed in the waters of baptism may be given new life. To you be given honor and praise through Jesus Christ our Lord in the unity of the Holy Spirit, now and forever. Amen. You may be seated. Wyatt Archie, I baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Blessed be God, the source of life, the word of salvation, the spirit of mercy. Let us pray. We give you thanks, O God, that through water and the Holy Spirit you give your daughters and sons new birth. Cleanse them from sin and raise them up to eternal life. Sustain White Archie with the gift of your Holy Spirit, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord, the spirit of joy in your presence, both now and forever. Amen. Wyatt Archie, child of God, you have been sealed by the Holy Spirit and marked with the cross of Christ forever. Amen. Wyatt Archie, let your light so shine before others that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. Let us welcome Wyatt Archie, the newly baptized. Welcome you into the body of Christ and into the mission we share. Join us in giving thanks and praise to God and bearing God's creative and redeeming work to all the world. Justin, with this book, we offer our prayers, intercessions, and thanksgivings to God. Amen. In the spirit of God who searches the heart and knows our deepest yearnings, let us pray for the church, the world, and all who are in need of Christ's healing. I invite you to stand as you are able. God of rebirth, empower your church throughout the world to be a voice of hope for those who fear judgment or condemnation. Assure us of your faithfulness and give us confidence to proclaim your salvation for all. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. God of rebirth, your spirit hovered over the waters and you called creation into being. Nurture and bless all signs of rebirth around us, budding trees and new shoots, thawing lakes and warm breezes, and animals awaking from hibernation. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. God of rebirth, lead the nations in your way of righteousness. 
Protect those who advocate for the needs of children, migrants, and victims of violence. Give courage to lawmakers, lawyers, judges, and law enforcement officers, guiding them to do justice and to love mercy. Hear us, O God. Mercy is great. God of rebirth, give us a new vision of your healing power among us. Restore hope to those who remain in the depths of depression or despair. Bring mercy and relief to those who are injured, sick, or suffering. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. God of rebirth, we thank you for the children of this community and for the people and ministries that care for them. Bless new and expectant parents. Console those who have lost children and those whose desire for children remains unfulfilled. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. God of rebirth, by wind and spirit you call us into life renewed. We give you thanks for all your saints who have inherited your promises. Bring us with them into your everlasting kingdom. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. According to your steadfast love, O God, hear these and all our prayers as we commend them to you through Christ our Lord. Amen. The peace of Christ be with you all. sing to Wyatt and remind him how much God loves him.
Pastor Justin, will you be diligent in your study of the Holy Scriptures and in your use of the means of grace? Will you love, serve, and pray for God's people, nourish them with word and sacraments, and lead them by your own example in faithful service and holy living? I will, and I ask God to help me. Justin, when we share the bread in the cup, we proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Join us at God's table to offer and bless our gifts of bread and wine. Amen. Let us keep the feast. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give our thanks and praise. It is indeed right and good that we should everywhere and always Offer thanks and praise to you, holy God, mighty and immortal, through Christ our Lord. You bid us return to you and be renewed, that your justice may shine like the sun, and the poor of the earth be lifted up. And so with the church on earth and the hosts of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. In the night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread, gave thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. Again after supper, he took the cup. When he had given thanks, he gave it for all to drink, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this. For the remembrance of me. Gather together, we pray the Lord's Prayer as it is printed for us. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial, and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, 
now and forever. Amen. All things are ready. All people are welcome at this table of forgiveness and salvation.
My brothers and sisters, we are now at this very moment within heaven's bounds. And may the body and blood of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, strengthen us and keep us in his grace. Amen. Amen. We have celebrated this new pastoral relationship in the great prayer of the church. Justin, will you give faithful witness in the world that God's love may be known in all that you do? I will, and I ask God to help me. People of God, will you receive Justin as a messenger of Jesus Christ, sent to serve all people with the gospel of hope and salvation? Will you regard him as a servant of Christ and a steward of the mysteries of God? We will, and we ask God to help us. Will you pray for him, help and honor him for his work's sake, and in all things strive to live together in the peace and unity of Christ? We will, and we ask God to help us. Justin, the office of pastor is now committed to you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. who brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus Christ, the great shepherd of the sheep. By the blood of the eternal covenant, make you complete in everything good, so that you may do God's will, working in you that which is pleasing in God's sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen. St. Andrew Lutheran Church, it is my privilege to present officially to you your associate pastor. We have a reception with some surprises for you, so come, because there's cookie cake, and it's going to be awesome. Well, I have one for you, because you're all going to be in a video selfie with Little Luther. <laughs> so, we'll start over here. Everybody wave. Hey. There he is. <laughs> okay. Let's sing, let's sing verses 1 and 4 of our sending hymn on page 13. Share the good news.